This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. I am back with two of my brothers, back with Matt and Dion. This is something you all liked, so we are going to do it again. Uh, how you guys doing? Dion, well, we're both being too polite and letting the other one talk. <laughs> I guess I got to say your name. How are you doing, yeah. Dion? Howdy. I'm doing marvelous. Awesome. And Matt? Oh, man. I'm like human origami over here after watching this last week of the Wells Fargo announcement. Like I'm twitching. I'm, you know, writing nasty comments on people's YouTube channels. Like just honest to God, like, uh, yeah, but I'm doing awesome. Like aside from, I got so twisted around this and I had so much time because we didn't do anything. We didn't record anything for like a week. Yep. That I literally bought another property. Oh, and I'm, I'm not so even sorry. Sure, and I'm not even sure if I love it. Like, I like <laughs> it. It's a good deal, but I'm not even sure. Like, I don't love the deal. I'm like, yeah, it's a nice deal. It's, it's fine. Oh, Whatever. That, is, that is hilarious. Well, you know what? Let's just jump into it. We weren't we were going to do it, but let's just talk about this Wells Fargo announcement because when, when I was gone, yeah. Um, there's, there's a channel out there that's, that's got a decent following, uh, that like 10 people sent me the link and, I'll, yes. and, and normally I get, you know, one or two links here and there, but I got 10 of them like in a four hour window. I'm like, all right, I'll watch Olivia, you go shopping or whatever she was doing. <laughs> I remember listening to it going, I don't know who this guy is, but he, uh, how should I say this wrong? Yeah, <laughs> I try to think of a nice way of saying that. You have so Dion, to only be wrong. Yeah, Dion, did you, do you know what video we're referring to? Just to I, I do, and I didn't watch it because you saw how spun up Matt got. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did when I when I saw Wells Fargo made the decision to you know cancel their lines of credit, if, if that's how you word that in that world, because it's not my world. Um, I sat back and I thought, okay, so a bunch of people are going to use clickbait titles and thumbnails to get people to watch their videos. And your people are looking for confirmation bias because most investors want a crash or a correction so we can buy things on sale. It's just human nature. I sat back and I thought, I'm going to wait for an educated person with a master's degree in accounting to sit back and give his perspective. So Mike, when your video came back, I sat back and I thought, okay, here's why they did it. And there were some concepts in there that I never would have thought of on my own, probably never would have got out of the other videos that are coming out that are doom and gloom. So thanks for kind of spelling out. And here's the, the absolute layman's opinion of what I got out of that video that I wouldn't have thought of. When you have a line of credit with a bank and you don't take the money out, that bank has to count as though all of that money was lent out, but they're not earning interest on it. So it's a bad thing for the bank to have that. And it doesn't say that there's a whole bunch of things that are going to fall on a cascade that's going to create the the crash or the correction that mm -hmm. people are hoping for. Yeah, you you nailed it. With the yeah, one nailed it. one thing, one caveat. The other thing is Wells Fargo has been a bad actor, and has one of the largest penalties yes. ever out there for a large bank, where their balance sheet can't grow past a certain number. So if you're the head of Wells Fargo and you're going, God damn it, we have to earn more interest, you're going to look at these non-performing 
10, 50, $100 million because the lines are open. You have to recognize all of it, but you're getting zero interest. It is a good business decision to close those. So you can lend the 100 million on credit cards, on home loans, on auto loans. So Wells Fargo is doing the right thing for their shareholders, mm-hmm. for the company, under the penalties of having a balance sheet that is restrictive. To have somebody come out and say, Wells Fargo, canceling credit lines, largest housing boom ever, and it's starting within six months, is stupid and idiotic. It was frustrating to see how many people watched that. Crazy. So Matt, do you want to say a few things? <laughs> <laughs> I broke stuff like I'm throwing <laughs> things you know I'm watching this absolute moronic take which you should not have the word economic in your title <laughs> yeah. if you are giving this level of advice because you clearly don't understand how the system works yeah flat out and that's what made me so angry is 75,000 people are watching this crap that is completely wrong. It's completely out of touch. It clearly shows that they don't understand anything of how things work. Because again, at the end of the day, the the one of the few jobs that a CEO of Wells Fargo and a CFO of Wells Fargo has right now is A, don't get in trouble again. Exactly. Stay right? clean. Yep. And B, make sure that you are leveraging your balance sheet to the utmost. Yeah. And yeah, money exactly. out there on these types of loans where that's non-collateralized debt. Yep. Number one, yep. which is the most dangerous debt. Number two, and most importantly, is it's all about utilization. It makes less than no sense. All these people have. 10,000, 50,000, 100,000, $200,000 sitting there that they're not using, waiting for a rainy day. Hey guys, newsflash, guess what happened in 08? Everybody got a letter and said, gone. Why? Mm -hmm. Because that was the riskiest money that they had on their balance sheets. Mm -hmm. That was it. Or the riskiest opportunity for money on their balance sheets. Well, yeah. So let's just take this one step further since we're talking about Wells Fargo and we're making a connection to last time. So first off saying canceling credit lines like, here's the deal. If JP Morgan or other banks followed suit, then I'd be like, oh, they see something interesting. They what do they something. see? Right. Yep. Something out there. First yep. and foremost, JP Morgan, at least as far as my quick research, actually doesn't offer these personal lines. They offer business lines, not Correct. personal. They're, right? A signature loan for the three of us is very different than a business loan. So very first much. off, many banks don't play here, i.e. Wells Fargo is a riskier bank business wise. Right. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the thing that really, that I think that channel and others that have followed, tried to do, but did wrong, it's not the personal lines, because very few banks do those. It's when they cancel the home equity lines. Yes. That was a big deal, right? Because yes, there are a lot of people that have personal lines, but trust me, it's not nearly as many as people think there are. Freaking Elizabeth Warren and all these people up in arms. It's like, I don't know, Wells Fargo probably had 2,500, maybe 3,500 people with them. It was a small was a number, lot. less than 10,000. It was. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to go out and you're going to see a problem in real estate, you don't cancel personal lines. You cancel home equity lines. Yes. That is then a you far that- bigger deal because that's right. a, that's a, that is tied to an asset. And well, and asset it's, is it's also them saying that they believe that the value of that asset will be going down. The collateral that, yeah, the exactly. collateral The collateral is going to have lesser value And that's where that loan to value, that loan to value LTV, Mm -hmm. that's where that becomes so important is that when the crash happened, 
people were literally borrowing 110% of the value of their home. So they say the house is worth 300 and the bank in their infinite wisdom, not saying who did this <clears throat> bank that we're talking about said, you know what, let's do 110% because the value of the home isn't enough. Let's say it's not worth 300. Now on paper, we'll say, we'll give you an extra 30 just because we think that's yeah, prudent. We bank. want you to put in a backyard pool. and Exactly. Like yeah. that's what, and then this, and then his other take of the mortgage, because I want to talk about this piece too, the mortgage side of it, yeah. which was, you know, oh, this is how mortgages started happening. You know, bad things started happening with mortgages. Listen, less than 1% of all of the outstanding mortgages right now are on adjustable rate yeah. on the residential side, less than 1%. Back in 07, 08, what was the number? It was like, like 23 yeah, or big, 25%. Big number. That's where you got all your defaults because people were going from a $1,900 rate or $1,900 mortgage payment to then a $3,500 mortgage payment or even $2,500 mortgage payment. They're like, eh, nah, the property's worth 200K less. I'm just going to walk that strategic default. Yep. So- to link and create some, I mean, Mike, I think you said it best. I think it was you that said it. I honestly, I've watched so many videos on this. <laughs> my, my hair's turning gray. I'm going to, my wow. hair's look like Dion's in a week. <laughs> if I keep on this stuff, like it just bad, it's bad news for me. Cause I yeah. am literally apoplectic about this because these people aren't telling the truth. They're looking to create, they're all looking for what's that first leak in the dam. What's the first leak? What's the first spring to spring from the from the dam where that's all of a sudden going to flood the village and everyone dies? It's just not that way. Yeah, and the I think... Go ahead, Dion. The problem we're going to run into is those videos are going to get the most views. A fortune, have, absolutely. There's sayings like, that's a train wreck. I couldn't look away. Nobody says that train was going by, so I couldn't look away. Right. We want to see the tragedy because the crash is... a everyone's being told there's a crash coming by so many sources because that's what get, gets washed, gets watched. So we're going to have to be careful with the thumbnail and the title of this video, because if we say there's no crash coming or this guy's wrong when he says that this is an indicator of a crash, that's going to make people not want to watch it mm -hmm. because the truth isn't as entertaining Agreed. as what people are hoping for. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. You said it earlier. P people are hoping and wanting for a crash. Some of it's because I think people want to see a crash for a couple of reasons. One, they want, to, they want confirmation that not doing something was the right move. So they want to feel good about not buying or not investing. Two, they want to see other people suffer. That is a unfortunate reality. And three, people want to buy at a discount, right? They, they feel bad for missing 2010 when they were all scared and they want to go back there. Folks, it's not coming, at least not in my crystal ball and for the next couple of years. It's not just... The setup is not there. The other thing I would tell you about any channel that talks about the last crisis and how this crisis will unfold is not doing you a service. It's never the same. Mm -mm. It's not, it may rhyme, it may be different, but a black swan is just that, right? It's something that you don't see coming. And to think it's going to be the same thing as last time is naive at best. Uh, the one thing that I said in a follow-on video to that, that I think is actually interesting to talk about, and it'd be, it'd be interesting to get your guys' take on this, is again, obviously, Wells Fargo, non-event, unique business, in the penalty box, can't play, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if you guys saw this, but China, out of nowhere, cut the reserves that their banks have to hold in half. That is interesting. And then just today on the Daily Financial News. That's the story. 
Yeah, China's GDP is slowing down more than expected. Their bad debt is much higher. They've actually recognized bad debt for the first time in the last year. To think that China's lending structure, construction, retail, manufacturing could be full of bad loans, that could be bad. Enjoy communism. That could be, well, just think about it. Yeah, they're in trouble there, sure. But remember, they, they got a lot of treasuries, man. Tons. They got to sell treasuries Tons. to raise debt. To, to Oh, I mean, that could be a black swan. If China starts recognizing the amount of bad debt. I was in China, I think most recently, three or four years ago, and they have entire buildings that are skinned with yeah. lights, not full. Right. Entire buildings. Ghost buildings. Ghost yeah. buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost buildings. Yeah. So ghost cities. Ghost cities. Yeah. It's, that too. So, I mean, the one, I mean, if you really want to look for the oddities in the investment world, again, you never know where it's coming from. But the one that kind of smells funny to me and has a lot of US treasuries is China. And, ain't, and Wells Fargo is not going to be the, you know, the, the thing that, that uh, sinks this. Do you guys have any thoughts about that? Maybe go Dion first. Not so much about China. One of the reasons that I watch guys like you guys that are smarter than me is because I get to learn things that are kind of above my pay grade. <laughs> but um, I wish we were recording before this because you guys keep talking about Wells Fargo and uh, some of the things that they did that led up, that helped contribute to the 2008 crisis. Sure. <laughs> Half my mortgages are with Wells Fargo currently. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I've well, had okay, the it's best luck with them debt. in the beginning. I got the best rates. Yeah. Uh, when I compared That's my right. lenders, they were able to match or beat fees. Mm -hmm. And the other mortgages that I have were all sold before the first payment. Oh, yeah. And for sure. I would have expected that from Wells Fargo, but I've had mortgages with them for years and uh, they still get, I still get their written form saying, thank you for going paperless. Ah, <laughs> That's funny. Dave, it's because, it's because, it, it's because within a few weeks, they sold it to Fannie Freddie. <laughs> exactly. They're so the they servicer. Just, they're just that. That's right. They're now just the servicer on that loan. And yeah, Mike, the China thing, that's a hundred percent correct. That's exactly it. You know, these, that has been a ghost economy for so long because of them devaluing the one and all the work that they've done with now creating a digital one and goods and services and, and, you know, the world hooked on cheap, you know, goods and services. And now guess what? All those supply chain issues are hitting them. And that means that they're not selling nearly as much product. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, there's, there's going to be a little bit of an issue for them when the world demand slows down tremendously for your cheap products, Yeah, you know, and that's, and, and I think the other thing to, that we need to watch as well is, you know, America giving up some of its uh, energy independence with shutting down some of those pipelines. Mm -hmm. And now we're barking at the Middle East to say, hey, guys, we really need to make sure that you're actually making enough oil for us. China, Russia, get on it. We need more oil instead of just producing it ourselves. So yeah. I think this is, I think what creates the black swan is all of these things combined create a, a, a pretty significant event. Yeah, I think, it, it, again, I don't think the, the next crisis um, is not going to be in the mortgage market, right? We the mortgage no. market is really a series of dominoes Correct. that built on each other, right? Um, Wall Street started to securitize, securitize mortgages, CDOs. Yes, yep. that created a whole business units where That's right. they just wanted more, and they kept lowering standards. And pretty soon, you know, I was signing mortgages that they that literally the mortgage app was blank. I remember the last mortgage <laughs> I got, it was blank. 
I'm like, you don't need to fill this out. No, just sign here. <clears throat> okay. So you were the robo signer. I was, man. <laughs> I got a loan. Yeah, countrywide, baby. Countrywide loans. Just sign yeah. here. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe yeah. this is happening. So I was pretty crazy. So I think I was, was literally China. Yeah, I think I agree. I think it'll be China. I was literally on the phone with Countrywide when the ship was going down. So like, yeah, 10 and a half, 10 and a half. We can give you a mortgage for 10 and a half. Yeah, like, the 10 last and a half. Loan. Like, what are you, hard money? What am I, the last loan that Countrywide's ever going to do? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we beat this one up. I've tried to attack it. It is funny. Mm. Again, I think Dion said it well, right? People want to yeah. see the train wreck. Um, yeah, you guys your, are so right. Your time is far better invested hearing the things that you might not know or that you might not want to hear, but need to hear. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's amazing. You watch all these crash channels. I mean, I swear 75,000 viewers and a hundred thousand subs and 300,000 subs. And you watch this stuff and it's just like beyond, I mean, here's the only good news is that if you're watching channels like this, you're in really good shape to own that person's house because they're not doing the right stuff to keep themselves in the right position to make sure to protect their assets. Yeah. I've actually thought about that, right? You guys, we weren't doing this together, the three of us back in December, but there was about a month where I kind of went negative. It's like negative sales. Let's just do negative. I did that for like two or three weeks. Views went through the roof, but I just felt crappy to use another word. I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Um, So where was I going with that? Yeah. So I just won't, I just won't go there. The thing that I love about one rental at a time, this channel and your guys's channels is I feel like most of our viewers are doing the work. Like when you Absolutely. do a when you do a Wells Fargo video and you get a hundred thousand views in forty eight hours, those people are not doing the work. They just no. want to be entertained yeah. for fifteen minutes. And I, you know, I don't need the penny. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't need the penny per per, per watch. It's okay. Uh, I will well, keep being a real estate guy. Go ahead, any man. real investors out there that are watching the crash channels are getting as spun up as Matt was. Yes, yeah. exactly. The people who want the motivation to make the next deal, to make the next offer are watching channels where we're giving the advice on how to do it, not the clickbait, fancy yeah. thumbnail that says, here's why you want to watch this horrible information. Um, so Matt, maybe you should think about that next time. And, and you know, I, I did. I punished, my, I punished myself by doing more homework and buying only a good deal. No, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't have clapped. Anybody listening to just heard that clap? I'm sorry. That was really loud. <laughs> it was really loud in my ears. Yours. Well, folks, yeah, this has been a fun episode. We had to let Matt vent uh, or else we couldn't get the other topics. The next one's going to be how to stay motivated, uh, which I'm going to thoroughly enjoy. Do me a favor, Matt. How can people get a part of your channel and part of your world? lumberjacklandlord.com and lumberjacklandlord on youtube and we only go negative once a month in our what we call the jack hole of the month award oh, i love that yeah we, we we give a jack hole of the month to make sure that we're calling out some entity that was just completely stupid i've got so many people in the running this month i don't know who to choose from i might have to do like a montage there's that much stupid out there on youtube right now what the go. heck how about you dan how can people follow you I'm really active in the Bigger Pockets community, Dion McNeely, or here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Welcome, Mike. Thanks.